That's what I'm talking about. It's all about to go down. FA Podcast, another edition. Uh, I got the Viking on, straight from Iceland. You are live, my friend. How you feeling? Hey, Mark. I'm good. It's spring over here. It's spring? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that yellow orb in the sky since <laughs> Las Vegas, I think. Right. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the dog on because the dog everybody hasn't seen Jet. I mean, they've seen him in some videos, so I'm gonna stick him on. Give me, buddy. Come here, stinker. Oh, there he is. So Jet's making his date, not his debut, but he was on. But my God, he's gotten bigger already. Look at oh, yeah. look at that. Hey, Bubby. Good boy. Good boy. He's chasing wings. Yeah, he's chasing wings already. Uh, I got him on pigeons, and uh, we're learning our whistle sit. All right, you can take him, sis. All right, go ahead. See you guys. Shut the door. Um, we're on whistle sit, and uh, yeah, we're learning things. That's what we're doing. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah. He's only nine weeks. So, what do you expect? I mean, we're just we're getting him going young. That's what you got to do. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, you've trained enough uh, retrievers to know. Yeah, I'm on my I'm on my third. Yeah, that's that's what sucks about this. You know, you you yeah. you're on your third, which means two have passed. Two have passed. You know what I mean? Tough days, my friend. That's what I'm saying. Like like, and then it means we're it, it doesn't mean we're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sucks. <laughs> you know, my, my good my good friend Pat Pitt. He said, he, you know, he's one of my best friends, and I a lot of stuff comes out of him that kind of doesn't make any sense when he says it. But you know, later on, you start thinking about something he says, and you're like, man, he's right. And so what does he? A couple say? of years back, he's. You know, he's complaining about his head. He's complaining about his shoulders. His knees are killing him. And he's still going like he's 26. His head is 26, but his body's 73 or 4, whatever it is. Right. And I'm like, you're feeling old today? And he, and he looks at me and said, yeah, I feel old. But here, here's the thing for you. It beats being dead. So There's growing no old is not a bad thing because... The fun stuff in that we can't do when we're six feet under. That's right. That's right. He's already on. He's already on listening right now. So, yeah, 
Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So, which is which that's is good. which is pretty, you know, pretty awesome. And and uh, if you guys, you know, have questions as we go, you know, feel free to chime in and talk. I mean, we are going to be talking Benelli all. You know the whole time of course we're going to probably tell some stories and and whatever the case may be uh but uh if you don't know the viking you know i'll i'll take it back to when we first met how about that that'll yeah, that'll give it, that'll give everybody just a great just a great great intro so we are at uh we are in orlando at shot show and i want to say it's 2006 maybe uh, 2008. 2008. Okay, it's yeah. Orlando. 2008, and I'm working for Buck Gardner at the time, and uh, I'm in the booth, and you know, a guy comes by and he says, you know, I'd like you guys. Would you make me a Greylag goose call? Was it Greylag or Pinkfoot first? Greylag. It was a Greylag. It's a Greylag goose call, and I said. What is that and where is that? And this gentleman, a very Euro looking gentleman, very slim, fit, uh, blonde hair, blue eye, very, very fit, uh, says, Well, uh, that's in Iceland and some of the other countries in Europe, and that's where I'm from. And I said, I said, That's crazy. I said, um, I said, I've seen only one person uh and this was on the refuge form which you remember going back there i said i remember somebody from iceland posting uh a video on the refuge forum and i said i thought it was the coolest video i think i had ever seen in my life and i i proceed to tell this person that yeah i mean it he he was shooting seals which is legal in iceland I said he was shooting seals and his his dog his black lab was going to get them and retrieve them and bring them in and I said that was the damn coolest thing I I think I had ever seen in my life and he said well that's me Fred <laughs> and um, that's how you and I, uh, started and, uh, we've been going since, since 08. So we made, uh, we made calls for Buck then. And then I got a new job and went to work for Fred at AVNX and Zinc. And then we made calls and decoys over there. And, and now I'm at final approach, uh, you know, doing, doing my thing over here and, and, and you are, you know, doing your thing. You've been, you've been working for, uh, Benelli. You're the distributor for Benelli for how long? How long has that been going? Well, the, uh, company that I work for has been doing it nonstop since 94, but, wow. uh, I started there in 2008. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, yeah. I'm on my thirteenth year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Things, things have been going since then, and uh, you know, listen, listen, folks. This this guy is him and I get along so well because um, 
you know, I don't know, you, you meet somebody and you swear that, uh, I think we have the same dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you, you talk about, we talk about this stuff, um, and you're cut from the same cloth. You, you, you know, you grew up in a different place, a different, uh, but but the two of us are very um like the two of us cannot sit still our our uh, our behinds are on fire you know all the time it seems like you know we're we're constantly going hard and um that's what that's what you're like that's what i'm like yeah we're you know we're chip off the same rock so, so it's pretty nuts that, that we're both, you know, that, that hardcore about everything, about work, about, you know, about waterfowl hunting. I mean, we're both insane about that. So, uh, Pat Pitt just said he's on retriever number eight. Oh, yeah. Oy. Wow. Yeah, and he, he's told me stories about pretty much each and every one of them. And wow. You know, Each and every one of those dogs are special. You know, I, when I was younger, uh, when I was younger, and I think we had lost our first, our first lab. I've only had black labs. I don't, I don't know if there's any other colors. I, I don't know any better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and so, uh, our first, our first dog was Spade, named after the Ace of Spades, right? Mm-hmm. And. And Spade was a smaller lab, but man, on fire and loved to pheasant hunt. Like, you know, we grew up in Pennsylvania. He did a lot. Of, we did a lot of duck and goose hunting, but the pheasant hunting, he was so, he was so intense. Uh, I mean, I, re- I remember once we thought we lost him. Like, we came through this draw. Uh, a bird got up. My dad hit it. It went down and started running, and the dog was gone. Like, and literally, it was getting dark. Like, we're like, we lost the dog. Like, he's gone. He's gone 30, 40 minutes. And and we're yelling and screaming and looking for him. And, you know, a couple minutes later, here he comes with the bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and you're they, like, are, they are incredible. So when, when, I asked an old retriever trainer, like, you know, after we, you know, lost a few dogs, I was like, why do the dogs not, you know, why don't they live as long as us? And the only thing that, that he told me was they don't live as long as as us because you'll get to have more than one great dog in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. And listen, I thought that was a great, I thought that was a great answer, and you know what? I haven't seen a better one since. <laughs> so I'm, no, he, you know, I'm sticking right. with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking to it. And you know, at some point in time, there's going to be a wagging tail of each and every one of them that we pass down that greets us. That's I'm, right. I'm sure of it. That's right. Um, so okay, so you've been you've been doing the Benelli distributorship. You've been doing that stuff. Your company. You've been working with Benelli, shooting Benelli, beating Benelli's for your life. And I mean, if, if anybody thinks there's conditions in the U.S. that are brutal, I can tell you there is. But I can also tell you 
I don't think you've seen any brutal conditions until you've seen something in Iceland. Correct? Yeah, we have, uh, we have, uh, our weather, our climate, and, you know, on top of everything, our soil is killer on anything. We've right. got a salt, we've got a salty and a humid atmosphere. We have high fluctuations in temperature and precipitation, and pretty much everything in the soil is salt and peppered with volcanic sand that is kind of like 40 grit sandpaper on everything and I can I can honestly tell you that these guns take a beating up here just on a normal day so it's uh, right that's just they last up right right yeah so they, they last up they last up here you know we we are able to provide our customers with a warranty that is not going to be superseded by any any other brand, and we we sell these guns with confidence and the knowledge of knowing that they are going to be serving the hunters for a long time. Right, and what and what they do, right, and how hard. Listen, everybody knows how hard waterfowlers are on uh, our gear. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we are we are terrible on it. Uh, if there's anything you wanna, if there's anything you wanna test, uh, beat up, see if it lasts. Who can break it the quickest? It's it's waterfowl guys. There's no doubt about it. There is nobody harder on gear. Uh, I am convinced than us. So no, you're right. Um. You know, I've been I've been beating up my SB3 uh, for a while, uh, several years. I've had, yeah. you know, and listen, I, I I don't get as cold as you here, but I get constant constant rain, constant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I always tell everybody if you want if you want to find out if something is truly waterproof, you want to check a jacket. You want to check some boots. You want to check gloves. Like, whatever you want to check. If you want to see if it's waterproof, send it on over. I'll let you know in about a week if it can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, yeah. it, you know, people come over to the house, and they're looking at me, and they're like, why is your Benelli in the garbage can over there? And I go, I said, oh, by the bench? By my cleaning bench? I go, yeah. I said, so when I come home... From every hunt, I close the action and point it barrel down in the garbage can right next to my cleaning bench where I clean birds and guns and everything, and that's where it drains out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where it yeah. sits. That's where it gets dry for the next day because uh-huh. if I don't do that, every drop of water that's been in the gun heads to the stock and heads into that way, and I, I don't want it going that way. I don't think I'm going to have a problem, but I don't want it going that way. So I want it going out the barrel and down just to be safe. But yeah. I've never had any issues, but that's what, that's what I do with mine. You know, yeah. uh, I, I hunted with a, an old-timer who, like, we would get to the boat ramp. He had the original Super Black Eagle. We would get to the boat ramp after hunting the river, which was very sandy, and there'd be sand in everything. 
and he would literally unload the gun right at the boat ramp with lean over the side of the boat with the gun swish the gun back and forth in the in the water run the action a couple times and stick it back in the gun case mm -hmm. yeah that's you know that's that's what they <laughs> that's what they that, do you know what they used to do yeah but you know with with the uh with all the precipitation and everything that we do when we're waterfowling at the day you know it doesn't have to be waterfowling turkey hunting can be tough on guns and oh yeah uh, yeah, pretty everything. much everything that we do in the great outdoors. But right. if 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 we do a timeline, you know, we had blooming, and then sometime around ninety six, ninety eight, we suddenly see camouflage covered guns. Yep. You know, that's when they started hydro dipping. That's right. That's right. And you're like, man, that's cool. And yep. Pretty much nothing spectacular you know when it comes to corrosion protection has emerged for a long long time until Cerakote that's right comes along. that's right and yeah Cerakote because it's awesome yeah and, when, when we first know, saw when we first saw a camo dip shotgun everybody's like oh my god camo dip but us in the elements were thinking like this is going to help the gun the barrel all the pieces not rust you know what i mean or mm -hmm. not get coated yeah. that's what we were thinking regular guys were thinking oh this is awesome i can hide my shotgun whereas you know <laughs> insane people that put them through the worst of the worst are thinking hey this is going to help this gun not rust and not go to hell you know what i mean so yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about go ahead okay so nothing happens seracote comes along yep and as you know finale has a biter it has a bite selection of you know, Cerakoted guns, camo-coated guns. Yes. But then, two years ago, the, the BST coating. Yeah, I mean, this is... I, I can honestly tell you that I have thought that someone needed to do this 200 years ago. <laughs> right. It is... Incredible, to be honest. It is, it, it's just, it's mind-boggling that the corrosion resistance and the abrasion resistance that it has is on the level that it is without it costing like a new Cadillac. Right. You know, it, the price difference of one that has the, the best coating and, the, and one that has regular bluing or camo coating, it, it's not that big. So it's... And it is blacker than anything black in this world. Correct. That I it's did. Doomed, it's doomsday black. I think it's about as black as your eyelids turn, you know, the day that they shut for the last time. That, it's, that, I, do, that I do remember. Um, that I do remember when I saw, when I saw the black guns, I, I thought um, there's, there's a couple... Um, paint processes that I've seen before and I've only mm -hmm. seen that kind of black in one paint process where it almost looks like it's a black hole it almost looks like you could stick your hand in it and it disappears that's how black yeah. it is so I know yeah. I did notice that now if if people are you know listening and you know you know they haven't seen this technology or they don't know what it is so the the actual best term stands for 
the BE part of Benelli, and then surface treatment. That's the ST of this. That's what that's what this is 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 being called. So when you see this best technology, you know BE period S period T period, you know this coating is protecting. It, it it's it's like an armor. There's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? This is this is something to the likes, like you said, we've never seen before. And you know the display at at Shot Show in January, where you know all the manufacturers come and you get to go see stuff. And you know they had they had guns that were sitting in the elements. They had barrels from every company, and then they had the best barrel sitting there. And mm-hmm. everything else is rusted except that you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah. it and, is and, it, and to top it off uh let's make a coating you know i'm seeing this unfold you know let's make a coating that that supersedes everything that's on the market today right and years pass and they you know a lot of money and a lot of research went into this and a lot of investment so they knew where they where they, where they were going. Benelli always had a clear mind on what it was so, supposed to be, but you know, getting there was no easy task. And so they get it, they launch it, and you know, the biggest bull in the fence. Hey, let's put a twenty-five-year-old warranty. <laughs> I, I know, I know, on the parts that are coated in that. That's what I'm saying. Like. Listen, if you're if you're a waterfowler and a gun nut, you know, chances are you're going to buy another gun just because something new comes out or you want a new gun or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. I mean, we're talking about like this gun should be in your safe and operating for the next 25 years, which is insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It, it it is insane to be to be honest. That's just the only only way to put it. You know anybody that's anybody that's in the elements, uh, especially you know, I, I mean, especially if you're coastal. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're coastal and you have brackish uh, water, salt water, anything with it. You know, like I said, if you're in. You know, we hunt tidal and we hunt brackish and we hunt the salt. And I mean, we we would literally go down there and I would just say, I'm not taking my good gun. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was pre, this was before camo. This was before anything. And I would just say, yeah. I'm not taking my good gun down there. I will take the crap pump in the safe to go down there because I guarantee you, as we're sitting there, it's going to rust before my eyes while we're hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then I got to deal with that. And I'm, I don't want, you know, my, you know, good, gun, good gun, my favorite, you know what I mean? I didn't want to have to go home and like scrub the living hell out of it and oil it and go through all. I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So, so like you said, like, then camo came, then Cerakote came, and now this. This is like, man, this is this is so. This is probably think, the coolest thing and and the most groundbreaking thing to happen in hunting 
you know, even just products and firearms, that whole category, this is probably one of the biggest things to happen in, um, in that section. There's no doubt. I mean, what, like you said, the last time something came like that was, you know, was camo guns. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, and then quickly right after the Cerakote comes, well, not quickly, but then Cerakote comes, but this, this already, this already blows Cerakote away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Cerakote is a great application, and it certainly has advantages over camo. But for those that don't need camo, don't want camo, you know, for uh, cosmetic preferences or whatever it is, you know, this is the this is the way to go. And not only is it not only is it durable and and protective, it's also slick. So the parts coated with it, you know, there's there's less abrasion on these parts. So right, there's less, less friction. The less the less dirt sticks to it, uh, you know, fouling whatever you want to call it. So it's uh, well, it, it really it's truly an amazing process that they came up with, and you know, like pretty pretty much like everything that Benelli has done in the last in the last decades has been copied by someone and i can promise you there are companies right now they're already working on it i'm sure there's no doubt you know the the problem the problem with cerakote that i saw because excuse me when everybody when it came out and everybody was on it what i noticed was okay you have to tape this section off and this section off because if you put the Cerakote on, it's too thick, then the gun doesn't go together. So now you have a piece of the gun that's internal or somewhere that's going to get affected by the elements that you can't Cerakote and finish. So now you did, you did the barrel and you did a bunch of other stuff, but there's some of the barrel that goes inside the receiver. You have a couple other pieces that can't be Cerakoted. And then you're looking yeah. at it going, okay, so I did all that, and now the gun is still going to rust, and maybe I won't be able to pull the barrel out because the barrel will be rusted inside the receiver because I can't Cerakote that. Do you know oh. what I mean? So there's flaws to Cerakote. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for the parts that it goes on, but it, it, it kind of doesn't fulfill the needs that it's supposed to fulfill, except partially. So, but right, if it, it's you a, know, firearms, uh, especially shotguns, they need they need to be taken care of. And I think it's important, even though that you, you come up with uh, an innovation like this, and you you need to you need to make a point to the end consumer that this does not give you a reason <laughs> not not to clean your gun or not take care of your gun because there's no doubt the mo the moment you spend the field they're valuable and those 10 15 or 20 minutes that you spend in your shop or yep. in your man cave cleaning your gun after the hunt they're going to make that's going to that little effort is going to make sure that your next hunt goes as the hunt that you were on, well, you know, flawless performance. Well, and listen, and listen, you know, you, if we were in the military, okay, and, yeah. and we were on, we were in a unit on patrol every day, mm-hmm. you, you would come back every day 
and clean your weapon, no matter if you use it or not, because you want it. I mean, it's life or death that it needs to function. Now, I'm not saying hunters, it's life or death, but, you know, I mean, on a, on a standpoint of you go hunting, you say you don't clean it or you don't do something. Listen, it's, it's a mechanism. There's, it's a machine. It's, there's, it has working parts. So if you yeah. don't take care of it, sure, something could happen to any weapon out there, any firearm. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. So if you yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. that, like the first group of mallards squares up in the hole and your firearm's not running. Like, mm-hmm. you know, of course, listen, I, I, shoot, I shoot Federal is what I end up shooting. And I shoot like the Speed Shock Blue Box. And it runs a little dirty. Okay? Now. I have a little powder left over, and I don't, I don't care about it because I talked to the federal guy, and, and the explanation that he gave me was, um, some patches said, hunter's life or death. He said, hell yes, it is life or death. So, 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 the, so um, I talked to the guy. He said, listen, we made the best powder that can function at zero degrees you know, to 50 degrees. And it won't let you down. And sometimes there'll be maybe a little residue left because we have the best powder that can function within that. Now, I will sacrifice a little bit of powder residue if it's going to work at zero and it's going to work all the other times. I'll take it. No big deal, Mm -hmm. right? I'll take it. But if you give me a little bit of residue and now I got a ton of rain going in, now I'm making mud. You know what I mean? Now Mm -hmm. I'm making like, now I'm making mud. And, And listen, I'm not... I'm not a I'm not a cleaning freak. Uh, I I take my weapon apart, you know, maybe four times a season, you know, unless you know something happened and I got a big chunk of stuff in it. Something happened. We were really in the dirt. I had to crawl to get like like unless something like that. I just you know about every month or three weeks I take it apart and just clean it. And 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 the Benellis and and a lot of the firearms. I mean, Benelli's are so easy now. I mean, you could literally take that apart and clean it, and I could be done in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Or le- I mean, I got it down to such a science. It's like done, 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 and it's sitting in the garbage can face down. Like, done. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Yeah. So it's not like you had to take, you know, like the old school days, you, you know, takes you half an hour to get the gun apart and clean it. Like, these are so simple, so Taking 10 minutes every three weeks to me, I mean, piece of cake. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't see any issues and, with that. And, you know, because you, because you said, you know, you needed to take, you know, the older model guns, you had to take them apart. You had to change O-rings. You, right. You had, you had gas cycling uh, suit in, in and around your uh, magazine tube and... Yep. You know that's carbon, and carbon is tough stuff. So yep. you know it's the the recoil inertia operation of the Benelli's make them so simple that it's it's basically stupid. So that reduces the time, and that reduces the uh, possibilities of malfunctions. But here's the deal: everything mechanical fails at some point in time. Yeah, and it depends and on how you treat it. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Like, but you, since we were on the subject, and we spoke about this, you said, you know, 
in the military, a sidearm, it's a matter of life and death. Yeah. We have we have packs to chime in. <laughs> yes, of course, it's a matter of life and death or water power. But here's the deal. With, I can imagine that with the, it, this is turning into a war because if we look at what kind of seasons or how poor the waterfowl seasons have been in several in some of the flyways for sure. the last two three years. Sure. Especially if we look at the Mississippi Flyway, the last two years have turned into something that even diehard waterfowlers have. You know, they are ready to wage war on ducks when they <laughs> when they reappear. get them when they get them in right. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> There are more conspiracy theories regarding the migration patterns of ducks. No What's doubt. happening? You know, everyone is everyone is everyone is yelling at, at <laughs> you know those big lodges like uh, the one that Tony Vandemore has up in Missouri. You know that right? Is, everybody's it, planting. It, everybody's planting it, for the ducks and taking them away from everybody on every yeah, spot. You, You've yeah. got a heated pond, and uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That right. is, it, it's it's nature. Right. We're dealing we're dealing with forces of nature, That's and right. thankfully, us as humans cannot affect them in the way that we want. That's Otherwise, right. we probably would have killed the last duck fifty years ago. That's you know. <laughs> right. That's that's just the way it is. So it's nature. It it will go back to its normal phase, but. There are a lot of things that need to be taken into the equation on on what's happening, but you and me do not have have enough time to open up that dis- that discussion. But it's it's nature, nothing yeah. else. Yeah, and you want, like you said, like things are tougher. Maybe your uh, your times in the field aren't as you know, maybe you're getting a lot of days in the field, but you're not getting a lot of shots like you used yeah. to or whatever the case may be. Like, if it's getting tougher, then every shot does count. So so yeah. you want everything functioning. You want everything up to par. So you mm-hmm. don't want to have a, a malfunction with ammo, with your firearm, with anything that's going on. You know, that's why we put all this time in and all this work in. You know, you don't want, you don't want the dog to break and ruin the group that's finishing and then nobody gets a shot off. Like everything we do is to maximize that minute to, you know, take a good shot and, you know, take some birds. There's no doubt. So everything, everything's all about, right. Everything falls into play. And, you know, so, so yeah, listen, if, if your, you know, truck was making a sound, you know, would you take a look at it, or would you just keep driving it until it falls apart? You know what I mean? So you take care of your truck, you take care of your dog, you, 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 know, you buy the right ammo, you, 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 you know, say you shoot a choke tube, uh, you do whatever you do. You know what I mean? The, the thousands of dollars that we have into everything else, you yeah. know, taking 10 minutes to make sure the gun's clean and you're ready to rock and roll the next time, pretty, pretty yeah. simple. And like, like you yeah. said, this coating and this... This best finish and all this other stuff, everything is getting easier and easier for us to abuse our yeah. equipment and just kind of take care of it a little bit. Yeah, and everything is everything is getting more logical for us. You know, yes. the ergonomics of the guns that we're using. You know, Benelli spends oh, God. 
an enormous amount of money and time into making the guns that they're selling more user friendly. Yes. They're yes. making our lives easier. Yes. And that's you know, that's something that you you need you should take an advantage of it because you know, everyone everyone wants to be able to kill that duck that's buzzing by at eighty yards, you know. They want you know, they want super hyper ultrasonic, <laughs> super duper TSS steel yeah. combination that with a choke tube that keeps a 20-inch pattern at 80 yards, right. and, you right. know, they want to smoke that. You know, we've taken a lot of elements out of hunting that we shouldn't have, but, you know, it's technology we can't and, change right, for, that's at right. this point that, in time. That's right. That's but right. what, you know, we have the, uh, the recoil from modern-day ammunition, especially with you guys over there in... Uh, in the states for waterfowl hunting, where you have to use steel ammunition or non-tox ammunition, right? The, the recoil from these from this ammunition today is brutal. It is it it shakes the fillings out of your teeth. Well, and it depends on how you know how hyped up of a load you have. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know I I'm, mean, you start you know, getting I'm, up sixteen hundred plus. Yeah, these, I mean, yeah, these high velocity yes. loads and you know, yep. manufa- ammunition manufacturers are actually making shotgun ammunition today that a lot of shotgun manufacturers are looking at it and they're like, you know, this is on the boundaries of being okay to use in our guns. Right. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking about some Turkish company. I'm talking about right. respected, yes. established, old companies that are making great, great products. So. Everything, everything around this is is getting more and more difficult. So, you know, by you know, if we, if we just look, if we just look at what's what's put into the uh, put into the guns today, you know, with the if we look at if, if we just look at the SB three, you know, with the Comtech and the Com- Comfortech three right system, it 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 dramatically reduces recoil. It makes it smoother to shoot. And there is a reason why pretty much every reputable guy or outfitter is shooting a Benelli. It, it is. It is the there's choice. A reason, there's a reason for it because it's not like it's not like these guns are being given away. It's not like you can pick them up at Walmart for fifty bucks. That's right. It's, there is innovation, there is quality, and it, it helps you maximize your effort. So it's definitely, it's definitely something that people have picked up on. And thankfully, thankfully, it's, today it's still, Benelli is still one step ahead with all of these things and will stay because innovation, you know, that's, that's that's the key key word when you walk in that door. There's but, no doubt. You know, walk in the Benelli headquarters. Innovation yep. every day. Right. They probably they probably have more projects going on on stuff that's coming out than you and I can imagine. Oh, I could I could only imagine. I mean, you're trying to take you're trying to take a firearm, 
okay, that's been around forever, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to make it better. I mean, the only thing, the only, I mean, the thing that I could, you know, relate it to is, you know, you have a, a rubber tire, okay? You have a round yeah. tire, and you're going to tell me that this tire is better than every tire that's been out. What are you going to do to it? And like you said, they're working on stuff, and now they come out with the best technology, and they're coming out with this. Like, this is, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it is, it is something that has happened that if, if true waterfowlers are not aware of this, man, you better get hip to it, because this is probably one of the things that's going to go down, you know, when we're sitting around in a rocking chair 30 years from now, talking about whatever, we'll say, do you remember when Benelli came out with the best technology and, you know, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that gun's still sitting in the safe, and I just gave it to my, you know, my, 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 my son just gave it to his grandson. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the stuff, yeah. that's the stuff, like, we're going to be talking about because, you know, look, look at all the stuff all the old-timers talk about. Oh, my God, I remember this, and I remember that. And, and when we get to that point, I think this is something that we're going to talk about because it's it it's that much of a groundbreaker on what's going yeah. on in that technology in that category it's, a, it's it's definitely a milestone yeah. so yeah. but yeah but another thing is another thing is the selection that you have you know if you can't find a shotgun that fits you <laughs> from Benelli you probably shouldn't be trying to give a shotgun. Well, because look at the selection. You know, you have over under, you know, the A28. Well, don't even, you listen, have, don't even talk about the ethos because when I go up to Brad's in Canada, and you've met Brad a hundred times, when, when we go up to Canada and Brad has this super nice ethos, you know, nice wood, the receiver's beautiful, like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh my God, like, you're not going to take that, you know, waterfowl hunting. And he said, he said, this is a flat-out shooter. He goes, I mm-hmm. shoot this gun better than anything else that's ever been up here. So, I mean, that's just funny. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I just look at that gun. I'm like, oh, my God, don't take that today. We're going to be in the mud, and we're going to be in the crap. And he's <laughs> like, well, I'll just clean it. You know what I mean? But he shoots that so well. You know, I know guys yeah. that, you know, live and die, you know, oh, what do you got, M1? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I've been shooting Old that for one. Right, right. You know, uh, you know, I've been shooting I've been shooting this for, you know, 900 years. And it's like my bro, I get it. I get it. Like like it's going to be hard for me uh or I'm sorry, M2. I I said M1. I'm thinking uh I'm thinking military. Um uh like it's going to be hard for me, well, not hard, but I'm going to have to get the best gun. But it's hard for me to part with the Bottomland SB3 that I have right now because I, I mean, I got that thing, I got that thing running so good right now, yeah. and and listen, you help me out with the right shims too. I, I'll definitely talk about that. Like, listen, you got me dialed in on the shims, the exact way that I shoot. I talked to you about it. Uh, here's what I do. Here's what's going on, and you're like, oh, you need this shim. And this shim, you're good to go. Total difference, lights out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, 
and how long did it take? I mean, literally, literally, I figured that I, like, I knew right away that something wasn't right. And I said, I said, I don't, like, I know when I'm, if I'm not shooting well, and I know it's me, you know what I mean? But I'm thinking Mm -hmm. to myself, like, I don't, I don't think this is me. I think I got to go back and go to the shims and look at this. Uh, when I got the when I got the SP3 because I wasn't I don't know that gun fit me different e- everything I just and I knew something was wrong and I, and I and I called you and I said what do I need to do and you're like oh yeah do this and this literally I changed the shims out in two minutes and I was like that next week out hunting I was like I'm back to normal like that was yeah. that was a yeah. game changer and then then I didn't I don't know what I did, but I went somewhere and I didn't fly with my gun and they were going to have Benelli's there. And I said, well, I'll just use what, what's there. I mean, as soon as I got there, I got right into the guns and I changed all the shims. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and then I told like the other guy that was, that was uh, going to join us. I said, how do you shoot? How do you want the gun set up? And he's like, well, I'm used to shooting this style and this style. And I said, okay, the gun's already ready for you. No problem. Mm-hmm. So that's another yeah. thing. Like if you if you don't have the gun dialed in to you, like just either do some research, talk to somebody, and I guarantee you the shim system that's in there will dial you in to whatever you're doing. There's no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, and, and what I've what I've tried to explain to a lot of people, uh, a lot of my customers that I do assist with the uh, with the fitting of the guns, uh, there is no way a gun that you in July is going to fit you in January. Yeah, like you got to you got in, in in July you've got a t-shirt that's and, right. and and a ski vest on. That's right. And in January you're wearing nine layers of clothing. <laughs> that's so right. that's right. You know, there's no you doubt. Can switch, yeah, you can switch pads uh, and you know, the point of impact doesn't change to switch pads, the gun is going to fit you correctly. Right. So, you know, there are small things like that that make it, you know, make it valuable. But, you know, and on, on top of everything, you know, looking at the selection that you have, you have the A28, you have the Ecos, you have the Vinci and the Super Vinci series, the M2 series, and there's a ton of guns in, in that series. Uh, if you're a tactical guy, you know, you've got the M3 and the M4s, but, you know, they're not. They're not intended for hunting applications. You know, uh, they're they're more tactical guns. Uh, well, and then you got the Monty. You got the Monty Feltro. I was just gonna say uh, that gun. Got, yeah. that, that gun is as smooth shooting as it is looking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, so so when you're when you're humping for tar, ptarmigan and you're in the middle of nowhere up on the hills in snow. And you're running the dog, and you're looking for those birds. Like, what? Like, what's your weapon of choice for doing that? Like, do you shoot a 20 gauge when you're doing that? Because you know we're talking about a smaller bird, and you're talking about you know hiking a long way. Like, like how? Like, how do you I, go about it? I I am a 12 gauge guy. Uh, no matter what, uh, pretty pretty much, but. I have an M220 that I have used yep. uh, quite a lot on time. And, you know, when you're shooting, when you're shooting a bird that size, that, you know, the 20 gauge is going to be more than sufficient for it. And right. the weight, 
the reduced weight, not only on the gun, but also on the ammunition is, 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 is definitely, definitely well deserved because, you know, you're, you're walking, you're walking in hills and, and mountains right. with, you know, 30 to 45, 50 degree inclines right. and going up and down all day long, every ounce counts. You know, you're, you're sometimes looking at your snacks that you're going to be toting around the day and you're looking at, <laughs> do I really need five bars? No, I'll just take three. You know, it, right. it, and it doesn't get easier as you get older. Not that I'm an old guy, you know, I'm, I'm not even 50 yet, but it doesn't get easier from year to year. So, you know, I'm definitely switching. I'm definitely switching over to going to be using the 20 gauge more. And uh, my daughter is using a 20 gauge. Right. You know, she can do, she can do pretty much everything with that gun. Right. On, on decoying birds and ptarmigan and uh, that, that I can do with a 12 gauge. So, and, and that's, that's a different thing. And, you know, you can look at, you can look at a lot of things that are happening. The 20 gauge is, is incredible. Increasing in popularity everywhere. There's no doubt. And Listen, you, I, where you, I see it the most, where I see it the most is okay. Guys have on the waterfowl side. Guys have a duck club. They only have so much property. Um, like say they have, say they have 300 acres or 200 acres, and they're shooting this pond over here, and they don't want to disturb the birds over there. So they want to mm-hmm. shoot something quieter, softer, the whole deal. But they want to maximize what's going on. They go to twenty yeah. gauge. Then, yeah, it's a twenty gauge. You know, it's a twenty gauge deal, and then and then they shoot some real good ammo out of it, or they mm-hmm. run a pattern master. You know what I mean? And and they're doing the whole. Um, you know, I mean, there was a ton of guys in California that would shoot that way just because of the property. They don't want to blow up the roost. They don't want to blow up yeah. the rest ponds. You know what I mean? It, it, that's a strategic move, and I totally, oh. totally get that, and, and there's yeah. no doubt about it. And listen, with the ammos, the choke tubes, the guns, everything that's come along, there is zero reason that you couldn't be as effective with a 20-gauge uh, You know, if you're squaring up birds in the hole and oh. killing them. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Now would I take it on like would I take it on like a Montana, you know, giant honker hunt? Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? No, it's there are applications where it's, you know, where it's actually going to be a disadvantage, right. but you right. know, you have a choice. You have you have 12 gauges. And if 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 it would be if it would be still essential more manufacturers would still be making 10 gauges. The 10 gauges have right. become obsolete. Oh, you forget it. Like it's like it's not even it's not even it's not even talked about anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's no. not even talked about no. anymore at all. Now, let me ask a question cuz I don't know this. And I don't know if you know it. I have no idea. Uh was Benelli the first company to do a left-handed shotgun? Because I, I, and I hate to throw that at you, but I don't know, but I, I remember that, that the only, the first one I ever saw was a Benelli. So I'm not saying that it was, but I have no idea, but I know that you guys definitely service 
left-hand shooters very well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you no know one, what I mean? No, like, one has a big, no one has a big selection no, of, no. of, of left-handed shotguns. There's, and, and, but, and I guess my question, whether, whether you guys were first or not, I guess it's, it's irrelevant because just what you said, you guys offer the most the biggest selection for a left-handed shooter because listen my brother my brother's left-handed mm-hmm. and when we were growing up like there wasn't anything he learned to shoot right-handed and thank god he was right-eye dominant you know what i mean so yeah. so he actually writes and does everything left-handed but shoots right-handed because there, it, there wasn't a choice. Like, my dad couldn't go to the store and go, yeah, I'll take the left-handed, you know, Benelli. I'll take the left-handed. Like, it wasn't around. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That, that, that wasn't even a discussion back then. No, I, 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 I think I'm correct when I say that the first left-handed, you know, true left-handed semi-auto shotgun was, was a Benelli. Yeah, I mean, and listen, you had, you had like, Oh, you had some pump guns that come out the bottom, and and some old school ones that would do that, and you could say, oh, left-handed shooter. But I'm talking about a true, right, a true semi-automatic left-handed shooting specific, right, right, specifically for. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it and it is, you know, we do a lot of range days up here in Iceland. where we just invite our customers, we just advertise it, and people can come to a range, a specific range, and uh, try our guns. They can pretty much go through the whole selection if they want to, but uh, we always try to make sure we have left, left-hand versions of guns there when we're doing these range days. And it's always nice to see people that, you know, shooters that have been shooting, you know, left-handed with a right-handed gun, Right. They tried, and they're like, "Oh, why haven't I done this way sooner?" You know, it's 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 an eye opener, and 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 especially when we and another thing is when we look at all the compact versions that are available. That's today, right. Because That's right. thankfully, women are growing in this in this sport. We, and yep. My opinion is very, very simple. Women are probably going to be one of the main reasons that we will be able to keep hunting in the next decades. You know, they you're, they you're, are a they are a yep. organized. You know, there's no doubt. Not that this, not that this is supposed to sound degrading, but they degrading to men. That is, they are organized. Yep. They do not. <laughs> They do not give up easily on their passions. So women will probably be the ones that will be of our biggest assistance in keeping, you know, there's, hunting sports alive. There's no, so there's no doubt. With, I, all, these, I, bro, with I, all these compact versions available yep. and these lightweight versions, yep. you know, physically, there are, you know, they are different from us. So yes. a lighter gun and... For kids, all these compact versions, all the the increase in the twenty gauge market oh. is also a reason. The There's reason no for doubt. that is more kids and more women are getting into the sport. Great, let's celebrate that. That's and right. Benelli is a step ahead when it comes to all of that. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, if you're not if you're not ready 
you know, for the next generation and servicing them, like, where's our sport going? You know, we talk about mm-hmm. that all the time. I, I literally, I literally just talked to Brad up in Canada and he's going to start doing a podcast for Harvest Your Own, which is a, an organization up there. And, mm-hmm. and the whole conversation we just had was, you know, one of their focuses is, you know, getting more women involved in the outdoors because listen, yeah. it's, it's everything now. It's, it's spending time with your family. It's enjoying mm-hmm. the outdoors. It's harvesting your own meat and it's coming home and cooking it. I mean, it, it, there is no doubt there is a major push and, and the, the woman category is the category that's increasing the most we're losing we're losing a lot of hunters because all the old school you know older gentlemen are dropping mm-hmm. off uh they're either yeah. getting out of the sport or they're passing away and we're losing all them and if they didn't bring their sons and daughters and and anybody else in we're losing a, a huge amount of numbers because of that so if we don't you know if we don't and and I'm, I truly say this: if we don't get it together, you know, we are going to lose a lot. So if if oh, yeah. if women jump in and save the day, and the, and as well as the next generation of hunters, like if they don't jump in and save the day, like we're truly lost. So yeah, yeah we're done. They right. So they better. Uh, so hats off to them if, if they jump in. But I'm telling everybody else, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Delta Waterfowl, if you're not doing all that you can just for the sport and the tradition, if you're not doing all that you can, taking women, taking children, taking, taking a guy who's 50 years old and never hunted, like, I'll take anybody that wants to go. It doesn't matter. Like, like I talked to Delta about this a lot when we were on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I said, there is a, a growing uh, uh, category of everybody wants to know where their meat came from, and, and that. And I applaud that. That's that's what we've been that's what we've been about forever. You know what I mean? That's never changed for us. We don't need to tell everybody that's what we do. You know what I mean? But now it's it's become a hot point where people want to get involved in hunting because of that. And if that's what gets them into it. That's awesome. I'll take I'll yeah. take anybody that wants to go. So so what I always tell everybody is is listen. Take anybody you can. Make it a point to take somebody who you think would enjoy it or maybe they don't even know anything about it and especially somebody who hunts something else. Like if they're yeah. already in the hunting group, like take them waterfowl hunting. Like it is it is an enormous amount of fun. Hey, let me go through some names on, on people that just chimed in. Uh, Adam checked in. Adam Mizero checked in. Pat checked in. Rob Reynolds was listening. Uh, Pat had a couple questions. Mitchell Dueling. I've taken Mitchell a bunch. He's just a young kid. I, I Here's a story real quick. His buddy, Kevin, okay, his dad didn't hunt, right? Kevin Grant was like, we took him. He was like eight years old. It was, it was the worst day you could want to go. We were like frozen up. It was like 20 degrees, and we killed two birds. I literally put him in the layout blind in a sleeping bag so he could watch because he was so interested in going hunting, and his dad didn't, that his dad came and everybody came. They go hunting with me now every year because now they're in it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 the dad wasn't in it, and now he's in it. So now everybody's in it. So that's what we need to do. Jeff Jones said one of my hunting buddies had a Benelli, got a high school, uh, for his graduation, got a Benelli as his present, and that was 26 years ago, still uses the shotgun. Uh, your buddy Eggert checked in. I, I, you, mm-hmm. you say Eggert's name because I, I don't even know if I'm saying Eggert correctly. Uh, is that yeah, correct? His, okay. name, his name is Eggert. Yeah. So, so that's pretty much it. Eggert checked in. Terry Holmes checked in. Uh, Devin checked in. Uh, Corey checked in. So, yeah. So, Kevin so, Wilcox checked in. Yeah. So, no, no, um, no, uh, no other questions or anything else that anybody had that, that we didn't answer. But I appreciate everybody checking in. Obviously, you're checking out the FA podcast we're talking to. I just call him the Viking because you're from Iceland. That's who you are. Like, you know, you're the Viking. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fitting, it's a fitting name. Yeah. You know, just like the, you know, the little, the little thing that says, you know, what, what doesn't make you, what doesn't, what doesn't kill you will make you stronger, mm-hmm. but Vikings will kill you. They're, they're stronger. <laughs> that, I, I'll have to send you that little quote, but it's like, but it says, it's like, yeah, don't, uh, it, it's like, yeah, everything don't do that. Cause the Vikings are stronger and they will kill you. And that whole deal. I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I can find that thing really fast because I gotta read it like verbatim because that is, I I laugh every time I see that because that is, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Thank you. It's. Uh, no, but uh, when we when we come to uh, you know when we come to uh, a point like now let's look at let's look at Iceland. Right. We have pretty liberal gun laws up here, and like you know, we have a long hunting season. We have yes, we're still shooting lead shot. We are still able to shoot twenty four seven. Not that it's going to affect us in a big way, right? But here's the deal: you can't take your kids hunting up here. Really? Yes. How old you are, you, you are trusted with everything regarding your children. You are made responsible for your children to make sure that they go to school, that you know they get proper health care, they get fed and clothed and taken care of. But no, you cannot take them out in the woods or wild and have them hunt with you. Is there a uh, certain age limit? Yeah, they can't hunt until they get a hunting license, which they can't get until they get a firearms license, and you have to be 20 years old to do oh that. Oh my God, that's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. So oh. it's, it, you know, there there are a lot of hurdles That's a, in that's every a road, tough one. and that's a it tough doesn't one. matter where the road is, whether it's Iceland or the U.S. or Italy or wherever we are. There's always something it, to fight, there's no there's doubt. There's always hurdles, right. but, you right. know, sticking together is what, what usually helps. Well, and yeah. and your girls, your girls hunt. They they go with you. They fish with you. You know what I mean. You know you've had your girls in the outdoors ever since because that's what you're all about. You know what I mean. So, <clears throat> so I mean at least you're doing that. See here, here it says what doesn't what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Except Vikings, they'll kill you and then they'll sing songs about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know. I haven't killed anyone yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. 
Hey, so um, we've been we've been running an hour, which is awesome. Um, yeah. Big shout outs to everybody that obviously makes the podcast go. Benelli is right there at the top. Uh, Federal Ammunition, uh, Rogers Sporting Goods, uh, Mossy Oak. Uh, you know, uh, I always give a shout out to my buddy Rob at Ranchland Outfitters up in Canada, which is something that you need to bring your ass over and go to with us one of these falls because, you know, obviously everything is going on with the, you know, craziness and, uh, you know, who knows what travel and everything's going to be like this fall. But that's something that you definitely need to come over and do one of these years. There's no doubt. So that that would be a good time. On a little different note, Mario. Yeah. This probably is the first podcast for eight weeks where no one has even mentioned the virus. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, listen, we, we talked about it. We talked about it a couple times, and, and the only reason I talk about it is if it's, if it's, like, affecting what's going on. Like, is it affecting any manufacturing? Is it affecting... You know, you know, retail, uh, you know, like, I, listen, I just talked to the guys at Rogers Sporting Goods and they said, you know, where they're at, their area is pretty low on cases and they're doing everything they can and they are going to reopen the store next week, it looks like. So, I mean, they've been chugging online, no problem, but, but it looks like they are going to go and open the store. So... You know, everybody's taking precautions and doing stuff like that. The reason, you know, and listen, I'm sure you're the same way. The reason I don't talk about it anymore is, like, listen, I don't want to see another briefing. I don't want to see anything. Like, nothing's going to change. It's it's not getting, you know, it's not getting hugely worse or hugely better. It's just kind of sitting there right now. And the podcast and everything else is just an outlet to talk about something else other than that BS oh, yeah. that we're talking about every damn minute of the day. You know what I mean? Like I'm just holy I'm crap. counting my blessings. You know, I've got my everyone in my family is healthy. Uh, and that's I, all you got to do. I sincerely hope everyone that's listening is in the same shoes. Yeah. But yeah, and you that's, know, I'm grateful that's that. all. That's, that's all you it. can do is be safe and watch what you're doing and all that other stuff. I'm not going to do that. You could watch. You could watch a news conference for that. I'm not here for that. We're here to talk oh, yeah. about oh, shooting yeah. stuff and. <laughs> I, I totally agree. But I but I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, hey, I will tell you one thing I'm eyeing, and this is going to totally come out of left field. Are you ready? Yes, sir. That that damn Lupo bolt action in 270. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking at that rifle, and if you don't know, folks, Benelli does make rifles, okay? I... I, I have been looking at that, going, "Oh my God!" Like that is, I, I, that's something I got an eye on and look. I'm looking at thinking about how many coyotes and everything else I can shoot with that when I put a good scope on it and get cranked oh, up yeah. and get cranked up with, you know, my buddies at Loophole and put put something on that and just like start smashing because 270 is such a badass load for that. Um, mm-hmm. that I just, you know, 
I guess I guess the only thing that would be better than than 270 is if I could get it in 22 250. That would be just a tack driver. So, but but I'm not going to I'm not going to snicker at 270 cuz I'll be dropping them with that no doubt. So, yeah. Yeah. I do have my Craig eyes Bob, on that. Craig Boddington <laughs> said said these remarkable words once. Use enough gun. You can't kill anything more than it's supposed to be dead. Right. There's no doubt. There's no so doubt. Two, so 270 for your application is going to do everything it is. But oh, that is no a doubt. sweet, sweet rifle. I haven't got my bitching. hands. I don't have it in stock yeah. yet. Um, you yeah, know, because I that's a new. Eventually. Yeah, that's, but, that's not even like, I don't even, like you haven't even got those, right? Like you didn't even get those yet. No. No, yeah, that looks so, so uh, sick. I know, I know Finland has some of them, but uh, the Finnish distributor, but, but uh, and in the states, but that is a really, really great gun, and I look forward to shooting it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing one and get my hands on one and actually shooting one. So I'm in the same boat as you. Hey, so, oh, so yeah. let me ask a question because we were talking about, we were talking about manufacturing and the virus and all this other stuff, and I always get questions about. <clears throat> always got questions about what's going on and you know the rumors start and everything coming from china you know for us you know like decoys and stuff like that like oh everything's gonna be you know late and not here and you guys better buy decoys in the u.s and all this other stuff and i'm like i'm like that's okay you guys keep thinking that because i got a little something for you because i'm the podcast next week is going to be about all the new products that are actually in stock right now because we're early so mm-hmm. you guys could talk about all the BS of of what uh, you know what what's going on, but all I can say is my factories in China are cranking. So, and I don't. And I guess my next question to you was: Have you guys, you know, is Benelli having any, you know, any issues or anything manufacturing or at the factories or anything in Italy? Is there? I mean, obviously Italy went through a you know still going through, you know, an, a horrible amount of cases and everything like that. But, yeah. you know, we're talking about a major corporation that knows how to deal with this. And and I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, even if it slows a little, they'll be cranked and ready to go. So, I mean, have Here, you... Here's, here's, what, here's what I know is that everyone at Benelli has been working. You know, right. they've been doing it from their homes. Uh, I've had... I've had the news that next week everything will be partially open and the only thing today that is going to develop any delays is logistics. Right, because right, when everything and, 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 and what we started doing is we started looking at that a long time ago as well. So yes, there is an, an enormous amount of stuff coming from different countries, whether it's China or Europe or wherever it's being manufactured. Uh, yes, the, the the actual shipping and the containers. Yeah, there's going to be a, a, you know, because listen, you're, you're, you're also fighting with, you know, essential goods, not fighting, but you're fighting for space with essential goods. And if, you know, we don't stock the stores with more toilet paper over here, people are going to, their heads are going to explode. I don't know what they're doing with it all. You know, but, uh, you know, it's just absolute madness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so, you know, but, but that stuff, 
that stuff is starting to be more in stock now, and I think they're catching up. So I, I think I think by the time you know everybody else starts shipping other goods, that stuff will be slowed down a little bit because there oh, yeah, was yeah. there was Without a big doubt. yeah there was a huge just log jam you know the past two months of just essential goods coming over. So so because I can tell you that some of the stuff that we had sent over um just like just arrived last week so it left you know march 20 um like we didn't have any delays or no issues we just scheduled it out that's 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 five five weeks in transit time which is just normal so we right so we were right on the money so i you know no issues there so so i'm hoping and i'm i'm probably pretty sure they're they're smart enough about looking ahead and getting it all dialed in so i i don't I don't. I don't see there any any issues. So you know, if anything no, happens, there, I, I don't think I'd there, be surprised. I don't think there's going to be any uh, issues with the uh, availability of of, right. of of products from Benelli uh, this year. Uh, some some items might be late, of course, uh, because there might be a shortage of components. Yep. There, and but in most cases, it's going to be. The reason for delays is going to be logistics. Right. You know, on every every given second in this world, we had uh, if we go one year back in time, we had fifteen thousand airplanes in the air. Or, or, I know it, it's an insane number. I know. Uh, you know, we're lucky if we have fifteen hundred today. I and I literally heard we, one today. I, actually, I'm sorry. Last night I was helping my daughter in her room. She was fixing something. We were moving her TV. And we're sitting there, and I just like dead stopped in my tracks, and she's like, "What's the matter?" And I go, "I go, do you hear that?" And she's like, "Hear what?" I said, "The airplane." And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I literally haven't heard one in I don't know how long." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, weeks. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're wow. fa- we're facing we're facing a different world after all of this. Correct. Uh, you know, we're all going to stick together, and we're going to. You know, we're going to get through this, you know, with some damages to pretty much everything that we know as our formal lives. But yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. Here's the deal. If we, if we make it a mindset to emerge out of this stronger and more educated and more aware it's only going to help. On, yep. on the world yep. around us, it's just going to make it easier for us in the future. And there's no that's doubt. Pretty much, that's pretty much what, you know, that's my... That's my plot for the day every day, and, uh, and I know that's what everyone at Benelli is doing. They're just making sure we're ready, and uh, I wouldn't worry. If, some, if someone's listening to this thinking about, ah, I'm going to wait with that gun I was going to buy this year, they probably won't have it. We'll have it. It's going to be there. Go get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with you. Everybody's, everybody's going to be ready to rock and roll when we come out of this, so I don't, I don't see any... I don't see any issues. Like, like I said, the only yeah. issue I, I'm going to have is, is, you know, do I, do I take the, when I get the best shotgun, <laughs> do I take that one or do I take the old, you know, the old standard in bottom land? Like, do I take my, you know, cause it's got, cause it's got, it's proven already. It's got like, listen, not that the other one's not going to be good. Like it's just got bodies on it. You get sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, you know, it's got battle scars, and, yeah. and you, know, you remember the Knicks and, and everything. There's but, no doubt. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're like me. You're like, you open that cabinet and you look in there and you're like, you pick one out and you're like, sorry, kids, I need to leave the rest of you out here. Well, well, you know, like I, you know, like they, they go, how, you know, like, like my, so, and I could show you and you already know what I'm talking about, but right where I lay the gun in the layout blind, you know what I mean? That little section of the barrel yeah. is kind of rubbed off and it's like, you know, you know, you're hunting a lot out of a layout blind when yeah, when, when you're that when you're up through that coating <laughs> right. on, on, on the frame right right you know you know that's what's going on and they go well what's that from and i'm like have you ever hunted in a layout blind yeah i'm like you know where you put your gun and you know where it sits right on the front right there and i'm like yeah that's where mine sits like that's that's how many times <laughs> i've been in a layout blind with this weapon and it's been everywhere with me so yeah it's been up and down to Canada a few times, and it it shot you know you name it. It's got it's got bodies on it. There's no doubt. You know I I oh, will yeah. say I will say this, which is a cool thing, and people might not understand, is I have I have traveled the world, you know, hunting and shows and doing stuff like that, and and I can tell you like just on a a firearm standpoint, okay that, you know, there are several bees in the firearm category, okay? Uh, there isn't a place that I have been that Benelli doesn't dominate. You know what I mean? And here's the other thing, and, and I'm not even going to go, I'm not even going to talk about products, okay? I'm not even going to talk about products. Here's what I'm going to blow your mind with. It's the people that represent the brand that do the job for the company. You know what I mean? I remember our trip, you know, I had a few trips down to New Zealand. Like, I go to New Zealand and at, at, the guy down there who sells Benelli's is, you know, the king. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you can't go to any store down there, okay, and the shelves not be covered with Benelli's. And it's like, and I, I would say, well, hey, how come you guys don't carry this? Or, you know, all I see is Benelli and, and uh, you know, another B. You know, I'll, I'm not even going to say it because we're on the Benelli podcast, but we're on my podcast talking about Benelli. But, I, hey, why don't you just, oh, yeah, we, we just don't sell any. We don't sell any. Like, nobody wants that. Yeah. Like, everybody wants Benelli, and that's that. You go to Europe, obviously, you know, you got it covered. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you go to Canada, it's covered. Like, like, I, like you, I, I can't look at any other item or category and say that this product dominates that category in all the places I've been. But I can say that about Benelli. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, no there's doubt about it. Impressive statistics. And like I said, yes, yes, it's an enormous amount of. Yeah, it's the product. There's no doubt it's the product. But listen, it is the people as well. There's no doubt about it because listen, you could you could you could say you could say whatever you want, but. If you have good products and you have great people 
you know, if you have great products and somebody else has great products, if you have great people and they don't have great people, you're winning. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Informative people, people who live in and breathe the brand. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. You know, listen, Final Approach has been, you know, sold a few times. A couple companies owned it. They let it sit. They didn't do what they needed to do. You know, they had too many brands. Like, I get it. Like, there's, it's no knock on that. Like, that's just what happened. You know, we're, we're trying to get back to where this once was, was such an incredible brand and stuff that is made that's reliable. Like, I'm trying to get final approach to the, to the point of, you know, Benelli. You know, it, listen, will I ever get there? I don't know. But what I'm saying is I have things to strive for. Like, I have a goal to strive for. Like, right now, we've changed a ton of manufacturing and changed products back to or to the point of this is going to not fail you. This is going to be a good product. It's going to be made well. We're going to give it to you at, a, at, a, at the best price we can give it to you. And we're going to back it. And, and we're going to go back to what this brand was all about. And that's, you know, live Quality. and die waterfowl, hardcore people who, yes, who need quality and want something that's innovative, that something mm-hmm. that could give them the edge. You know what I mean? You just, you talk about the, the, you know, the best coating, you know, the treatment on the guns that that's what we're trying to do in our categories and, and get there. Like there's, listen, there's going to be some cool items that come this year that are, that are really, really good and are going to help. And there's going to be some stuff that come in 2021 that's going to go, oh, I see that. Like, okay, I, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, listen, we're, you know, there's great companies out there that, that people can strive for. And, and there's no doubt, there's no doubt, you know, what, what Benelli's doing and, and what's going on there is, is just, it's awesome. There's no doubt about it. So, listen, we're, we're trying to do the same, you know. You guys have been around an awful long time. Uh, so, yeah, everybody else is just playing catch up. So, yeah, and you're on, yeah, always a step ahead. And you're on, the, you're on the right path with your products, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, listen, you've been at first hand seeing what's coming and what came last year and what we're working through and, and, you know, and what's going on there. I mean, you've seen, listen, we've been, we've been friends way too long and you know everything about everything that's gone on. So you, you definitely have a front row seat to all this. So yeah, if anybody has seen it all, you have, you know what I mean? So is there, is there anything else you want to hit, uh, or talk about that's, that's that's new at Benelli. I mean, I mean, other than the, the the best technology and everything that's going on, I mean, I just tell them to go to the website and look at look at that. If you have questions, you could look at you know anything out there. Uh, somebody will answer it for you. I mean, you could listen. You could always email me or text me or whatever. Email me at you know Final Approach, and I'll try to help you. If if I don't know the answer, you know. I'll get you somebody who does. There's no doubt about it. But there's there's so much information on the on the internet. Oh, the, I mean, my God, it's it's incredible yeah, the, what you could find. The Benelli today. USA website is is really comprehensive. You can yes. pretty much find everything over there that that yeah. uh, you need. And yeah. they have they have really good support as well. So it's it's easier to find. But yeah, so that should that shouldn't be an issue. But 
you know, like always, there's something that someone doesn't find. And, uh, you know, thank God there's still people working there. That <laughs> I was just going to say. Are, there, are yeah. there to answer questions. Yeah. They'll be a voice. They'll actually be a person to help you. There's no doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're not going to get rerouted through a. That's right answering machine That's in right. uh, Pakistan if you call them. So don't worry about that. You know, just call and, and, and they'll, they'll steer you the right way. That's right. That's right. And if anyone has my number in Iceland, you know, I pretty much answer any call that pops up. Yeah, you're on it. There's no doubt about it. Listen, we, we definitely need to, we definitely need to, you know, revisit this when we come to, you know, closer to the season. You know, and, yeah, I'm, I and I'm hoping we have, you know, you know, better news of what's going on in the, in the world and everything mm-hmm. that's happening. So, yeah, we, we will definitely do this again. I mean, it's too it's too uh, it's too easy to not do it. And, and listen, who doesn't want to talk about guns and and waterfowl hunting? Like, hello. Like, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's oh. do this. Let's do this again, uh, like you like you said. When it gets when we start moving closer into the season, yeah. closer to the season opening, uh, we will see where this world went when we get to that point. Yeah, and, and hopefully uh, it's you know in a better we, spot. You know, we'll have something to look forward to. There's no doubt. I'm already looking forward to just you know getting out of the house and doing some shooting and doing some other stuff. So yeah, I'm. I'm already closed my eyes and I'm already there. You know what I mean? But oh, I got yeah. a lot of well, welcome to the club. Yeah, but I got a ton of work to do with the dog and everything else going on. So yeah, there's there's an awful lot to do before we get there. So yeah. All right. Hey, bud. Listen, I appreciate you getting on with us and and talking talking you know firearms and shotguns and that new that damn new rifle I'm eyeing up. I'm that, that I, I keep going back to that and looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, that, that thing yeah. is badass. There's no doubt. There's no, <laughs> no doubt. No, no, no. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate it, Mario. I'm, yeah, bud. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity and, uh, to be on your podcast and you know, it, it I enjoyed every minute of it. Awesome. Know, bud. Time flies. And, oh, there's uh, no doubt. There's no the doubt. Way it is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Hey, listen, tell the family I said, hi, and and like we always do, I'm sure we'll talk, uh, you know, in a couple of days and see what's going on. So if you need something, give me a shout. I will. Same here. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Love you. I'll talk to you bye soon. Bye. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. That is the Viking from Iceland. Benelli distributor. We talked about Benelli and everything going on there and the best technology and some of that, man, some of the coolest stuff that, that's kind of hit the market and definitely on the firearm side. So just... Just an awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. If you got any questions, you could always holler at us. Uh, you could hit up the Final Approach webpage, fabrand.com. You could hit us up on, uh, I mean, heck, go to go to Instagram and follow us there. You can message us there. Uh, me or one of the other guys will, will you know, get an answer to the question. You go to Facebook. You can message us there. You can check out our Facebook page. Uh, one of the cooler things that that's jumping off is the YouTube channel where we're, man, we're loading, loading stuff on there. So if you want to go to the YouTube channel, check that out. Um, yeah, just do it. Appreciate everybody checking in. And, uh, that's it for today's FA podcast. We chit chatted with Benelli and, uh, appreciate it. All right. That's what's going on with final approach. Thanks for listening.